Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. Happy Friday, Tony. You got any fun plans for the weekend? Tony Kornheiser, you know, hit some golf balls, take a nap, watch the Bears lose. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to find the Bears game if they put a saddle-up flight truck in your house. All you've got is what the local affiliates give you because you're slavishly devoted to 1950s TV. You're going to watch Dobie Gillis after the game is I over? Got, you don't watch anything modern. You know what? What? I would watch Dobie Gillis with Zelda <laughs> Gilroy. I would watch that if I could and fail your manager. And yes. we just lost our entire yes, we audience. Did. I we watched lost Dobie Gillis. And Perry Welcome Mason. to PTI, Welcome boys and girls. In today's episode, more details on Michigan. Jaguars move to 5-2, and two, and do the Dolphins have the edge over the Eagles on Sunday night? But we begin today with the Arizona Diamondbacks walking off a 2-1 to one win last night over Philadelphia. Yeah. Arizona's first win in the NLCS. Yeah. It came in the bottom of the ninth on a base-loaded single from Cattell Marte. Will Vaughn, did this win change your perception of the series? No, it didn't change mine. Because I said a couple of days ago, wait till the series moves to Arizona. They got three games there if they can win one. Well, they won one. So they got three games in Arizona. No, it didn't change mine because I'm not knee-jerk and devoted to analytics that sit there and look at, oh, here's what has happened the last 47 times teams have gone 2-0. I don't What happened to momentum? You were subscribing to momentum, old Mo or big Mo or new Mo. There ain't no Mo. No, I didn't. No, no, because you know what, Tony? Here's what we know can happen. Once again, I will refer to all the baseball you and I covered in our lives, which is decades when you string it all together. And you know this. Bats can go quiet in a hurry. And that means even the Phillies' bats, because Arizona was smart enough last night to pitch around those guys and be a little more careful with Schwarber and Harper particularly. Tony, they can go silent. And and Turner. Turner. And Turner, yes. And those bats can stay quiet for four days in a row. I'm not saying I'm not picking Arizona to win the series. I'm not saying that. All I'm saying is once you score one run and you get three hits in a game, you can be dealt with. And, oh, Mo apparently has left the building at least temporarily. Well, I mean, bats can go quiet, as you say, for four straight days, or they can come back around the next day. That's how it works. I don't see anything, Mike, in Arizona's win that persuades me or convinces me or influences me to believe that Arizona is yet back in the series. This is a 0-0 game through six innings. Um, It's, you know, on a single, in a tight game, that's how it was won. And I know you will believe what I say next because I look at that game as the Philadelphia bats going cold. Not just home runs, which they were hitting in bunches, just complete hits. They got three hits the yeah. whole night. The run that they scored was on a wild pitch. It wasn't like they put three hits together and drove somebody in. But I look at it because of that, because that is such an anomaly to me from the series so far. I look at it as sort of fluky. Now, if 
Arizona wins the next game, I have to look at it differently. If Arizona goes out there, you know, and bangs six or eight runs, I have to look at it differently. If Arizona beats Zach Wheeler, Aaron Nola, I have to look at it differently. But I don't see this yet in the way that I see Houston getting eight and ten runs and yeah. winning twice on the road as changing the series. You know why I okay, see that's my distinction. You know why I see it differently? Because this was October baseball. I don't know what that other stuff it's is. It's really good. This was October baseball 2-1. I yes. couldn't really start paying attention until you texted me and said, ah, look how the – I almost said the Nats. Look how Harper and no, Phillies just scored. You, Mike, it was tense yes. playoff yes. baseball. It was a really good game to watch. It was. All right. Tension is October. That means everybody's bats may be a little quieter, so we'll see. Let's move to the cheating allegations involving Michigan. The school today suspended football analyst Connor Stallions with pay. While the NCAA investigates allegations, the team has been improperly stealing signals from future opponents for at least three seasons. And the athletic reports, Michigan State warned the Big Ten it was considering not playing this week's game out of concern for the health and safety of his players. Are you kidding me with this? Jim Harbaugh denies knowing of anything improper. Of course he does. Tony, could you see this actually blowing up and into a big deal for Michigan? Okay, so I look at it this way, and I know you do as well. I don't think stealing signs is that big a deal. Right. If you don't want somebody to steal your signs, change your signs. Bingo. You know, Amen. Um, I, I don't see that unless it's done electronically or banging on a garbage can in the dugout. I don't see this as a class A felony. OK, I understand there's been this rule in effect for 30 years that for some reason, I guess monetary reasons, they don't want you to send scouts to opponents of upcoming games. I, I understand that rule. I think it's a dopey rule. It's I dumb. think it's penny wise and pound foolish at that point. What I think is a class A felony, Mike, is handing kids money under the table. And now you can hand the money over the, over table, the table. Right over the top. So, so, you know, so I don't think this Michigan thing is that big a deal. But, and there's always a but, if there is an accumulation of rules violations by this one school, Michigan, and by this one coach, Jim Harbaugh, that is concerning to me. If the Big Ten and, and the NCAA found that Harbaugh lied to them in an investigation about recruiting, which they did, that is concerning to me. If there is a sense that Harbaugh is lying about this or trying to cover this up, that would be concerning to me. And I don't think he missed those three games because he was an Eagle Scout. And so I think what you get then, Mike, is people say they have a great team, they have a great record. Did they cheat to get it? And you get Spygate in effect. That's what you get. Yeah, you get Spygate, and that bored me too. Um, I don't think stealing signs and decoding them should be a crime anywhere in any sport at any time at any level. Starting at Pop Warner, I don't believe in that. I believe the sanctimony of Michigan State to warn the Big Ten we may not play. Please shut up. That is just, the, I mean, it's unbelievable sanctimony. The whole thing to me, Tone, and you look, you know, I like taking a little, you know, tweak at Jim Harbaugh, a little poke at him every now and then. Sure. But, Tony, this sure. is, this is largely a waste of time. Don't tell me there's some great inequity about schools. Schools fly to scout anyway. They all load up in high schools all over the country. They all have enough money to do this. This is just lying and sanctimony, and I'm not sure why they've zeroed in on this. Because there are big yeah. things out there, rules, violations, that ought to be pursued that are not. 
Maybe they're scared. It's like Barney Fife. Oh, I can't catch the guy with a gun, so let me go catch a guy driving 56 miles per hour in the 55 zone. The NCAA looks bad on this to me. Fantastic. They can make life this is the best life miserable the best for Jim Harbaugh. The they can. They can we make life miserable. We have gone from Dobie Gillis what? to Barney Fife. We have I'm now consistent. lost even more people. I'm consistent. And people watching TV. Oh. People, if you watch TV 60 years ago like we yeah, did, stay yeah. with us. We yeah. move now to the NFL, where last night Jacksonville went on the road and beat New Orleans 31-24. This was Jacksonville's fourth straight win. Trevor Lawrence passed for 204 yards and a touchdown, and he rushed for 59 yards. Wilbon, is it time to take the 5-2 and two Jaguars seriously? Yeah, I think so. If I was, was going to rank and do a power rating on just the teams in the AFC, Tony, I, I, I might have Kansas City first, and then I might go Miami, Jacksonville, Buffalo. And those would be my top four. So if you've got a team in your top four in the conference and you feel that way about them, why, it means you're taking right. them seriously. And, yes, I mean, look, I mean, Peterson obviously is a heck of a coach. He knows what he's doing. He's got them believing. If you just listen, and I listened to more of the post game last night than I did of watching the game because I was watching baseball, those players believe in him. They believe in what he and his staff are doing. And when you get that kind of collective, a phrase I hate now, buy-in from those players starting at the top with your Golden Boy quarterback, yeah, yeah. I take them seriously, yeah. and I think that they are a threat in the AFC as long as those primary combatants are healthy. You know why they take Doug Peterson seriously? Because he's coming after Urban Meyer, who you can't take seriously on a pro level on any level. Okay, so here's my feeling about this. I, I was talking... And by the way, I should tell people that you just heard from the WPI, the Wilbon Power Index in the AFC. Yeah, it's a sighting of that. Um, I had Jason Lockenfora on my podcast this morning. Our friend Jason Lockenfora covers the NFL. And, Mike, what he said was he was a little bit down on Jacksonville at the beginning of the year. He felt they were regressing a little bit. And now he has turned around because of the winning of the four straight games, because they were not your normal Sunday-to-Sunday -Sunday games that everybody else plays. They played two in London. That's a tough thing to do, to go to London and change your whole life around. They played two there. They came back. They could have taken a bye that week. They declined the bye. They played right away at home, and they won that game. And then four days later, they go on the road and they win. So that's three wins in 11 days. And I don't care if you're beating the Carolina Panthers. Three wins in 11 days is pretty impressive. They are right now, Mike, by far the best team in that terrible division. Indianapolis lost its quarterback. Right? Tennessee doesn't seem to beat anybody anymore. And Houston's getting better, but they're not good yet. They're not a good team. So Jacksonville could be a bye they team. And the other thing they to should. say is Trevor Lawrence, much like Joe Burrow, appears to be living up to the hype. Yeah. Appears yeah. to be. Right? Let's take a break. Coming up, is Sunday's game more important for the Lions or the Ravens? And who has the edge on Sunday night? The Dolphins or the Eagles? Toss-up is next. That's a good call on Michigan State in their sanctimony. You're 100% right. I mean, come on. Are you serious you, with Michigan that? State. Michigan State can't do this. But, I mean, Wait, you know what? I, I want to go hire myself out to steal signals. I want to do that. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, 
Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. The NFL schedule drops this week, and you can be there to catch all the action, live and in person, with Vivid Seats. Experience every touchdown, every tackle, and every eye-popping play of your favorite team. And to kick it off, Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN, is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. That's code PTI. Download the app or visit vividseats.com today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Welcome back to Pardon the Interruption, presented by Truly, part of Happy Hour. Time for toss-up. Two men enter, one man leaves, finishes the show, says goodbye to Wilbon, turns on baseball, and starts texting Wilbon in the middle of Perry Mason. What's first? Toss-up. Who is Sunday's game more important for, the Lions or the Ravens? I think it's more important for the Ravens because I think that the Lions are cruising through their division so far. They've beaten Green Bay at Green Bay. The Bears aren't any good. The Vikings aren't any good. So, Mike, I don't see any jeopardy to the Lions in this game. But Baltimore may well be feeling the hot breath of Cincinnati on the backs of their necks. And they lost, I believe, to Pittsburgh uh, just the other week. And, and you know, look, nobody is saying of Jared Goff, oh, he's overpaid. But they're saying that right now about Lamar Jackson through six games. Mike, he's got five touchdown passes and three picks, and he's a 17th-rated passer. And among people rated ahead of him are Desmond Ritter and Sam Howell. And the other guy, Goff, is rated sixth at the moment. So to me, there is more on the line for Baltimore, especially at home. Yeah, and Lamar Jackson specifically, as you've already said, Tony, he hasn't been the spectacular human highlight film that we've grown accustomed to seeing for, for Lamar Jackson being for the first few seasons yeah. of his NFL career. You got all the money. You're in there. Your team has had a little cloud over it. They've been sort of playing in a funk. That's not what we expected from Baltimore. Baltimore's a team that ought to be shoulder-to-shoulder, neck-to-neck, eyeball-to-eyeball with Kansas City, with Buffalo, with Miami, Agreed. and whoever Agreed. I just left out of there in, in the AFC. Jacksonville. Jacksonville. They Jacksonville. ought to be right there with them. So, no, the Lions are playing with, uh, in a chump division, my division, the NFC Central, is just garbage because none of those other three teams are any good. I'm not sure Cleveland, Cincinnati, and Pittsburgh, I'm not sure anybody's going to be great, but they're not garbage. And so Baltimore's going to have to rise above a little something. The answer is Baltimore. Ravens. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. What's next? Toss-up, who are you giving the edge to on Sunday night? The Dolphins or the Eagles? So I'm going to give the edge to the Eagles. And I understand that the Dolphins have the highest scoring, most productive offense in the NFL. They're number one in yards. They're number one in points per game, I believe, with 37. And Tua is obviously an MVP candidate, obviously. But the only time that, that they've gone on the road, Miami, against a good team 
was in Buffalo, and they got whacked. Hammered. It was 48-20 to 20 at that point. So, I mean, I look at this game, and if you look at, if you look at Miami, some of the teams they've beaten already, Mike, Denver, New England, the Giants, and Carolina combined record 3-21. and 21. Those are nothing. So, I, I mean, they're playing. The Eagles are a good team. They were in the Super Bowl last year, and they're at home. Yeah. So, I think sitting here on a Friday, I give the Sunday edge to the Eagles. Yeah, the, the Eagles, you know, in that whole Philadelphia sports scene right now is rabid. It's foaming at the mouth with good reason for – for, for two of the three, two of the four, I don't know about the Flyers. I haven't checked in on them yet. And God help the Sixers if they can't get rid of James Harden. But obviously with the Phillies and the Eagles, I mean, the fans come out. They are wild. Their teams are good. They are supported. Yeah. Those teams seem to play with that additional energy, particularly at home. Yes, the Eagles. I mean, I give the Eagles a big edge in that game. And that, I look, I mean, you can't say you're going to be shocked if Miami wins, considering they're a top no, four team in the good. AFC. But right. the Eagles they're ought to be favored to win that game, and they walk on that field thinking, we should win this game. Agreed. That's it. We'll take one last break. Still to come, will Caleb Williams and USC bounce back against Utah? And we have a huge volleyball match between number one Wisconsin and number two Nebraska tomorrow night. 7 o'clock, Big Ten Network. Not a football game, not a Power Five, not a Big Ten game. Women's volleyball, big dog. They saying that on the I-95 corridor, huh? But aren't aren't huh? you going to be watching Perry Mason? Like when you say you watch Perry Mason. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Happy time, people. Happy 22nd birthday, Paige Beckers. UConn guard missed all of last season with a torn ACL, suffered in a summer game. The year before, after coming back from another injury, Beckers averaged 14.6 points a game, led UConn to the NCAA title game where they were beaten by South Carolina. The year before that, as a freshman, Beckers averaged 20 a game, was named AP Player of the Year, and led UConn to the NCAA semifinals, where they lost to Arizona. Last year's team without Beckers lost in the Sweet 16. So everyone in stores is excited to have Beckers back. With Beckers and Aaliyah Edwards and AZ Fudd, the Huskies are ranked second to LSU in the preseason polls. Tony, for the second straight year, I'm going to be a lot more excited about the women's college basketball season than the men's. Big stars, really good teams, Prominent coaches, very excited for the women's season, and glad, too, that Paige Beckers is back on the court. Happy anniversary, Philadelphia 76ers, on this day 47 years ago. 
The Sixers purchased Julius Irving's contract for $6 million from Roy Bow, the cash-strapped owner of the New York Nets. Selling his franchise player was the path for the Nets to join the NBA after the merger. But it doomed the Nets in terms of karma. They've never won an NBA title, and after selling off Irving, finished 22-60, and 60, worse than the league that first year. The Sixers, on the other hand, got the ABA's greatest player. Legend has it they changed his number from 32 to 6 in honor of the $6 million. Irving had won two ABA titles and was expected to win more in the NBA. In fact, the Sixers got to four finals with Irving, but won only once, the 1983 fo team with Irving and Moses Malone. Maybe the greatest team of all time, maybe. Okay, you covered that team, you loved that team. This is your friend Julius Irving of many years. Yes. Were you sad yes. when that transaction went down, or did you understand that had to happen for the ABA to move seamlessly into the NBA? Two things can be true. Okay. I understood it had to happen, but the, the Nets, the, playing on Long Island, were losing the best player I felt in the game. Okay. So, yeah, it was terrible. Happy trails, Andre Iguodala, the versatile Warriors player who has four championship wins and an Olympic gold medal, announced his retirement after 19 NBA seasons. Unlike a lot of players who go into the broadcasting booth or open a restaurant or start coaching, Iguodala is doing something we normally associate with owners, not players. Iguodala will run a $200 million venture capital firm with a longtime business partner. At 39, Iguodala is trading the locker room for the boardroom. Iguodala already owns a piece of Leeds United, an English soccer team, Bay Area FC in the National Women's Soccer League, and the San Francisco branch of TGL, the new golf league co-founded by Tiger Woods and Rory McIlroy, and I know you love Iguodala. You know I do, Tony. And he was AI transitioning with AI in Philadelphia early in his career with Allen Iverson. But Andre Iguodala is going straight also to a golf course near you where he, he loves that. Okay, that's his pastime. And you know what? Other people may not be able to have access to him, but I'm going to ask him because he's one of the smartest guys you can talk to in the league for years and years and years, and his voice and his perspective ought to be Heard. Yeah, you know, he wants to own an NBA team. That's the ultimate dream for him. One omission. Wilbon, you wondered about the Flyers in yeah. Philadelphia. They're three and one there on top Ooh, of the Metropolitan okay. Division. Go. So that just All adds to Philly. the frenzy in Philadelphia sports. Yep. We are running out of show. We go to the big finish. Let's it's it. the last night of the NBA preseason. What will you be watching? For? I presume Wimbayama's gonna play tonight against the Warriors on NBA TV. I know you'll be asleep. I'll text you anyway. The NFL fined Seahawks safety Jamal Adams 50 grand for verbal remarks toward an inappropriate contact with an independent concussion doctor. Your thoughts on this? You can yell and scream if you want. You can't touch something. No, no you can't. That's it. You can't do that. Number 14, Utah. Number 18, USC tomorrow. Will USC bounce back? I wasn't going to say my money's on Caleb Williams, but I'm not begging anything. But yes. I believe Caleb Williams and USC will bounce back. Four and two SMU, two and five Temple. Tonight, more Philly. Who you got? Okay, so I got SMU because I love their boosters because they give money to everyone. And they're not playing Temple anymore when they go into a big conference. That's the end of that game. Last one, volleyball tomorrow. Number one, Wisconsin, and number two, Nebraska. Who you got? You know, Tony, Nebraska is a big game, a football game involving Nebraska tomorrow in Lincoln. But I got Nebraska at home in that sold-out stadium, 8 o'clock tomorrow night, Eastern on the Big Ten Network. Just saying. We're out of